Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm dipping into my, I guess, YouTube community blog. And, you know, I found this question, and I think I missed this earlier, and it's from Shirag Balda. I think that's right. Shirag Balda. That's C H I. R-A-G, Shirag or Shirag, I'll say Shirag, it sounds cooler, Balda, B-A-L-D-H-A. He has a great question, and I think this is going to help a lot of people. And I don't care if you're a B2B or B2C, this is for you. He says, hello, Victor, big fan of your work. Thank you. He says, you have changed my perspectives towards selling. Earlier, I used to think of it as a necessary burden for business. He stops there, so I have to assume he now doesn't consider it a necessary burden. He says, I have a specific question. Here it comes. He says, I own a B2B business. Majority of my sales happen over the phone. Every time I talk to a prospect over the phone or we discuss their requirements, they ask us to mail all the technical details along with big letters, capitalized price. You have always mentioned to emphasize, you know, and put the emphasis on value rather than on price. Yes, I have. But in this case, I don't have any choice. Highlighting values over mails over mail don't seem worthy because they will be interested in the technical stuff only. Product I offer is neither premium nor economic in market. Okay, economical in market. I offer a best price to quality uh, ratio in this market. What are your thoughts? Would love to hear it on one of your podcasts. Love your dedication to your work. Thank you. Now, let me see if I can clarify the question. Uh, Shirag, you're saying, I own a B2B business, right? And people are calling you up and they say, hey, uh, I want to buy your product. You know, mail me the technical details along with pricing. So again, I'm assuming this is some type of technology product that you're actually selling. And the question is, how do you sell, you know, via mail or via phone, right? That's the key question. So let's take a step back, Shirag, because this is such a great question. Because what you're saying, asking me is, Victor, how can I sell when I'm not there? How can I sell when I'm not in front of them? How can I make them look at the value of what I offer and not focus on the price when I send them the email, right? Great questions. Thank you for it. So here's how, here's, I'm going to ask you some questions. And again, pretend I'm talking to you right now. When somebody calls me up and they say, look, we'd like some technical details about your product or service and maybe some pricing. Again, we are the salespeople. We control the product. We control the process. So when somebody calls me and says, hey, Victor, I want to know more about this product. Can you send me some technical details? Can you send me some pricing? In my brain, I'm thinking, wait a minute. I don't even know if I want to send you anything because that's my attitude. My attitude is, I don't know. Let me see if my product will even fit. So imagine, Shirag, if somebody calls you calls me you up and says, hey, send me technical details. I said, before I do that, let me walk through what we offer. But before I do that, let me understand what you need. Now, they're going to give you what they need, right? They're going to say, well, we're looking for this specification. We're looking for an application for this. We're looking for a box that does this, whatever it may be. Now, at that point, they're going to say, that's what we need, and we saw this product online, and we think that's the one we want. Can you just go ahead and send us the specifications and the price? You said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Again, Chirag, you control the conversation. You say something like this. 
Now that I understand what you need, let me ask you some questions because maybe you're missing a few things. And this, Chirac, is where the real value comes in. Remember, I always say give them insight, information beyond the obvious, information beyond the obvious. That's when you have to do this, Chirac. You have to say, look, let me ask you a question. And then you ask them something about the problem they're trying to solve and how they're trying to do it, how they're trying to approach it. And what if during that conversation, you mentioned said, well, you know what, this product won't do that, but I have a better product and here's why I think it'll work better. Or you point out something that they're missing. Have you thought about this? And they're like, no, we never thought about that. Well, do you realize that if you don't have this in the long run, it's going to cost you this much? In other words, you really need this feature in your product, right? And so now I'm trying to deal with value. And when I say value, I mean quantify the value. You say something like this, look, we have a customer who decided to go with a lower tier product. Because they went with a lower tier product, they didn't have this functionality, which meant that in their process, in their workflow, they had to do three extra things to push out an order. And when we calculated what it would cost to do those three things, we realized that they were losing, and I'm making this part up, they were losing two to $300 a day just in extra processing because they didn't have this functionality. So if you take that $200 a day, multiply it by 30, you get the idea. It's costing you that much money. Multiply it by 12, it's costing you that much more money. So Mr. Customer, I'm going to send you a product. It's going to be a little more expensive, but you want this functionality. Get the idea, Chirag, what I'm trying to do here? I'm trying to control the conversation. Another suggestion would be that maybe instead of holding a telephone call, why don't we do a conference call? Right? Why don't you do a conference call? Why don't I convince you to get on a Skype call or a Zoom call? And so I'm talking to you, Chirag. You say, Victor, send me the information. I said, Chirag, be more than happy to do so. But why don't we do this? So I really understand your problem, your situation, and I can be able to explain what we offer. Do you have a moment to just jump on, I don't know, do FaceTime, Skype, or whatever it may be? And now you get online, and now there's two people talking. But the advantage to you, Chirag, is that you'll be able to share your desktop. By that I mean is maybe you'll have a PowerPoint presentation. Maybe you'll have some schematics or some designs. Maybe you'll have some flowcharts of how it should work, how they're going to implement it. And this gives more credence, more meat to your conversation. So again, control the conversation. That's the big title. You gotta control the conversation. And then when you finally do send them the price, well, guess what? They'll be more open to it. But here's a couple of more strategies to kind of consider, okay? Again, if somebody says, hey, send me the price, I'm always thinking, what's your budget? Do you even have the money to afford what we have? And so one of the things you may ask is after you've done the presentation, after you've gone through everything, you say to them, I say, let me ask you a question. This is, by the way, this is after they ask you to send them the information and some pricing. You say, before I do that, I said, based on what I'm hearing and what you're telling me, and I think I got a good uh, uh, idea of what you need, we're, you know, my question to you is, what is your budget? Because that will help me determine what products I can quote you. Now, notice what I just did, Chirag. I asked him, what is your budget? And if you want to be more specific, you can say, what is your budget? And they'll say, well, it's this much. And now you can ask, is that an authorized budget? Or again, you can reverse, you can ask the question another way. Hey, what is your authorized budget? That means, you know, how much money can you spend and how much money has been okay to be spent? So again, think about that. Or another way, if you don't like that approach, how about this approach? When they, again, they've told you everything they need, instead of asking them about their budget, because maybe they won't give it to you, 
why don't you just say this? Based on what you've told me, based on the specifications of what you're looking for, the range is going to be between this price amount and this price amount. Do you still want me to send the pricing proposal over? Now, what you're asking them is, can you? I'm giving you a range. Can you afford it? That way, you'll know that whether or not they can afford it. Their reaction will tell you everything you need to know. So again, number one, really try to have the conversation with them. Really try to dig into some real problems. Then quantify the value. Give them some insights. Say, hey, this is really costing you a lot of money, but really have a good conversation first. Then if you can get them on Skype or a face-to-face video uh, conference call, that's even better, Sherrod. But last, don't be afraid to ask about budget. And if they won't give you the budget, give them a price range and then see how they react. So I, Sherrod, I hope that helps. Give me some feedback. Uh, Follow up with me maybe another month or two. Give me some ideas of how it's working for you, what's working, what's not working. And I will share it with my Sales Influence peeps. Anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. Over 25 courses, 300 videos, 12 books. And by the way, I have a new book coming out in January. Ooh, I can't tell you about it just yet. But anyway, if you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.